Welcome back to another riveting episode of God Hates Jags. Thank you for tuning in for a very spooky edition of the episode with Halloween just a few days away. Uh, it's like 99% of the time spooky season for the Jags because you never know what you're going to get. You definitely uh, want to avert your eyes. That's for yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's, yes. Do you want to put on like Friday the 13th or do you want to put on the Jags versus Chargers game to scare you the most. I mean, Hi, do you want to end up sad or do you want to end up like terrified? You know, which, which one do you want to watch? I like being... a tough call depression or fear, you know? Guys, yeah. what do you, what do you feel most when watching a Jags game? Fear or depression? Apathy. Apathy. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a solid description. Yeah. In, indifference at this point. <laughs> this is a pretty An normal Jag season, yeah. I would say. You know, this is about how things go for us. Like, wh- how many weeks before apathy sets in? Which, like, looking back on the first seven games. Can, I mean, at this point now, the, we can tr- we can literally track it. We just have to listen to the last few episodes. Oh, I yeah. Say, I mean, it's, it's already <laughs> three. You can hear week the four. excitement in my voice when I, like, introduce us each week. Yeah. I would say if you listen to our podcast right after the week one game, we got a very electrifying <laughs> yeah, shot. And now we're just getting like a, hey, um, hey guys. You know, I don't want to like sound like I'm I'm faking it for the crowd here. I don't want to. It, it kind of sounds like in, in horror movies when someone is, say like a zombie movie and they keep sending out the same message on a CB radio every day. And then after about three years goes by in the movie, they're just like, if anyone's out there listening, <laughs> if anyone's still out there. And then they get help. there and there's no one there. So yeah, that's... and they realize it was a recording and they've been ghosts the whole time. <laughs> that's us clinging on yeah. to like the 2017 season. <laughs> they were fans of the 2017 team the whole time. This is a very positive start. To, it's a great start. Uh, yeah, I don't know when we're rec- recording. This hey, is uh, I don't know what is you know it what? Thursday. No. You want you want some positivity? What? what I was talking about. What What do you want? What do you want? Uh, no way Jaguars lose this week. Yeah, well, we already kind of lost. I would say <laughs> positivity. We have a week where we don't have to reminisce about the game that we just lost. Yeah, it's uh, so we got a bye week and Halloween in a couple of days, so. Uh, I don't know if you're listening to this, like, you know, the first day it's uploaded, it'll probably be like around Monday. So Halloween is over by the time people are listening. So I hope everyone had a good, safe Halloween. I bought two bags of candy and we get a little like the stick that, you know, to kind of grab the candy so I can like six foot away, pass it out to kids. Oh, cool. I've seen some cool ideas for that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not going to lose this weekend. And we're going to pass out candy. I already ate two of them. I ate a Twix and a Skittles so far. Oh, so, man. The least amount. We don't get any trick-or-treaters here. Plus, we're on the second story. So, yeah. <laughs> That's not happening. Well, but I did go... steal some candy from my parents. You got to so. go to, and sit down on the ground, on the ground floor outside and pass it out. I'm going to be working. So. Well, it's going to be. <laughs> I can't. I, I, I don't have a cure for that one. There's going to be uh, way more of those uh, take one bowls that people just set out. That, you know, will immediately everyone will just take all the candy and it'll be empty in 10 minutes. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I always thought if you really wanted to be a dick, you just put an empty bowl that says take one. 
Who's going to know? You can do that. Last year, I passed out candy, and I, like, would give it – I would give, like, five pieces to every kid, and we ran out super fast. And I was kind of like, oh, I don't think you're supposed to give each kid, like, five pieces. I think, like, no. two is the uh, – You should just go like – you should be two. the full bar house, Sean. Oh, dude, Everyone one knows. day. I'm getting there. I'm saving my yeah. money for that. <laughs> I remember, Sean, I don't know if you live with me uh, at our old place, but we didn't expect to get any trick-or-treaters because we were just the house on the block that – I mean, A, we didn't, like, have our lights on or anything. Usually that's, like, a sign, like, come up to our door. But we got a trick-or-treater, didn't have any candy, so I think we gave them, like, some canned goods that we had. <laughs> that totally sounds like something we would do. Yeah, we had, like, baked beans and tomato sauce. And we were like, here you go. Happy Halloween. Ugh. Yeah, for, for our listeners that want to know more about us, back in the day, Patrick and I lived in a big party house. So, if anything, I would share most of the uh, parents with their kids probably wanted to avoid our house. The Yacht Club. It yacht was club. called the Yacht Club. We, we partied up. very ex- – yeah, you, you can Google Yacht Club and learn about our <laughs> – they remodeled been, the house recently. It's a really it's nice house now. It's highly renovated. It oh, yeah. It much. looks – yeah. We <laughs> tore that house into the ground, and they remodeled it really nicely. So that's – I don't think the Yacht Club had a working uh, lock on the front door for the last three years you lived there. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. People would walk in my house, and just they would just be there. Yeah, which was, I, which was fun back in the day. Like, you know, we're getting older now. It's hard to get everyone together. But like Jags games back at the Yacht Club, we uh, we literally, I don't know if you were ever there for that, Shimmer. We had stadium seating. We took one couch and put it behind another couch. That. Yeah, and we put it on Ottomans. So basically everybody, we had one couch higher than the other. So we had just giant stadium seating for Jags games. Man, they used to be really fun back in the day. We watched the... We watched the Super Bowl there, but I don't remember the the teams, but I remember it was Beyonce was the halftime performer. Ooh, that sounds like a, a I have fantastic no idea what, halftime. <laughs> it was solid. Um, I have no idea what the teams were, but I definitely remember being at the Odd Club to watch that Super Bowl. I think it was uh, – no, I remember now. It was the it was Ravens, Niners when the Harbaugh right. was yeah. oh, against each other. Yeah. That was the, the – uh, yeah. Remember? Power went out and for like delayed 30 the game. minutes. Yeah, that was a pretty good Super Bowl. That's so embarrassing. How do you let the power go out for 30 minutes? Beyonce, dude, she's too powerful. She's, oh, she's too she powerful. She's yeah. electric. The pyrotechnics took them, <laughs> broke the yeah. surge protector. So, mm-hmm. speaking of Super Bowls, uh, the Jags are one in six, so we will not be going to the Super Bowl this year. I was going to say, how are you going to bring this back to the Jaguars when you say, speaking of Super Bowls? <laughs> Things that we don't know anything a part of. Uh, someone, uh, there was a post I saw on, on Twitter or Reddit of like, you know, basically the, the worst teams recently. And like, we didn't actually make the worst tier because like as bad as we almost always are, we have made three, you know, AFC championship games in 26 years. So, whereas, like, you know, I think uh, the Bengals haven't been to the championship game in 28 years. And, like, the Browns and the Cowboys and, like, two other teams all haven't been to the championship game uh, since we've been a team. So, you know, I feel like our lows are lowers. But we have decent highs, you know, every, like, seven to ten years for a season. Uh- I mean, sure, if you want to consider that. But, I mean, devastating losses in the AFC Championship game, I don't think are yeah. so, like, highs. Which would you guys rather have? Before we talk about losing, I don't know who we lost, Chargers, would you rather be, like, <laughs> the uh, the Bengals, who, like, 
haven't won a playoff game in forever, but like, you know, they go to the playoffs every couple of years, usually for at least a season or two, or would you be like us where you're like the worst team ever usually. And then you make the playoffs once every 10 years and probably win a couple of games. Well, the Bengals don't, they have, they don't have a championship. No, they, they went to the Super Bowl once and lost to the 49er. And I mean, but like a couple of years like ago, we under Andy Dalton, history. I don't understand the question. I guess. I'm just saying, we, like, since like, which would you rather have in general? Would you you're rather saying, have, like, would you rather be consistently bad or bad with spikes of good? Yeah, like I we mean, have higher highs and lower lows, or would you at least like would you rather go to the playoffs like every couple of years and like never even win a playoff game? But at least you got to the playoffs. I mean, the but the if. I think the question is, would you trade their histories, right? Like as a franchise. Yeah. The, I mean, but the the Bengals have been to a Super Not the Bengals have a specifically, Hall of Famers, but have a history, have no danger of the team being moved to a foreign country. You know, like <laughs> there's a lot of a lot to like there. And they had the first overall pick, something we've also never had. Hey, you're so, taking my fun question and just Which we I'm just boring. answering it. Uh, uh, I'm sorry for providing, you know, just the uh opposite yeah. opinion i mean i, I mean, would rather i would rather be a jags fan over any other team you know yeah. no matter what despite the name of this podcast despite what the jags <laughs> do to us every year i i can't see myself really rooting like i do for the jags for any other team but this all makes eventually when we will have those highs that all makes it that much sweeter mm-hmm. i love those highs I think the odds are uh, on our side. As long as we can live like another 25, 50 years, I think we got a shot of at least seeing one I, championship. <laughs> I just think I one. Remember, I just need I, one. Just I want to be at that point years down the line where we can say, like, I didn't think this would ever, ever happen. I mean, like, statistically, it's bound to happen eventually. I mean – there's only 32 teams in the NFL. I don't want to. I don't want to get into this that quickly, but that's why you tank for Trevor for that. That's the exact reason. All right, right. ten minutes <laughs> in. Reason. We're back to Trevor. Well, that's Trevor, the whole Trevor, reason. Trevor. All right. I don't know. In, just... in the modern NFL, you can't win without a franchise quarterback. And the last time we had one of those, it was Mark Brunell, and we were we were all at Beauclair Elementary. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, it's a long time ago. It yeah. was a long time ago. That's why you do what it takes. I would trade all the picks. <laughs> Pat- Patrick's beard was much smaller back then. I yeah, thank you. This I did come in before the rest of the, of uh, Mrs. Green's third grade class, though. So oh, I don't remember that. I don't know if I had a Mrs. Green. I feel like one of my uh, I feel like my fifth grade class classes always had like you know names. And I feel like we were the Jaguars, like Mrs. I don't remember her name, Mrs. Something's Jaguars. It was Beau Claire was the Jaguars. Our elementary Beau school the was the Jaguars. But I'm, I'm pretty sure every elementary school, when the Jaguars came out, were the Jaguars. Wait, yeah. the entire like school's mascot? That are competing. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know our school's mascot was a Jaguar. An yeah. elementary, yeah. I had no idea. The more you learn. And then the DuPont Dragons, bro. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I was all about the Dragons, dude. They were cool. That's a sweet mascot, Dragon. There should be an NFL. Solid. Washington Dragon. This podcast Dragons. is Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you what. Jeez what would you like to talk about, Patrick? Yeah, you want to talk about you, the game? You want to talk about the Chargers I game? 
I don't really want to talk about the Chargers game, but it happened. Hey, 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 it, hey. It's on the record. Chargers it's part game of our record. was a great game. James Robinson scored me 29 points. James Robinson did his thing. James Robinson, I think, is uh, voted for the Pepsi Rookie of the Week hey. this week. So at least we can hang our hat on something. I like it. I, uh, I th- I'm pretty sure like 90%, I think both touchdowns and like most of his yards came in the second quarter. And I took my dog for a really long walk during the second quarter. So I feel like I missed all of like yeah. the good action for the game. Like I was, we had a solid second quarter. I mean, I missed you know, it all. You guys, you guys know the game didn't start out well. Um, I think Gardner we was four, looking four, three and outs. We, ha- we didn't get a first down or a complete pass until 10 minutes left in the second quarter. That's not good. Um, there was one point where we had nine plays for 11 yards, and then I stopped counting because we didn't get any more after that. I mean, well, you know, Gardner currently has a thumb injury. Uh, we found this out today. Don't know if he had it during the game or not, but, I mean, that would explain a he lot going on in the first quarter there. He said he's had it for a few weeks, but it's getting worse, and they just found out now. Yeah, right. he just started reporting it to the team that he's had it. But, I mean, it seems pretty important if you can't grab a football and you're the quarterback. Yeah, I'm guessing, like, he. Know- I feel like Minshew knows the second, like, his butt hits the bench for another quarterback, you know, that's his time in Jacksonville. So, he probably got injured and was like, you know, I'm going to do everything to not let anybody know about this because I can't afford getting benched. But I think it might have, I think it might have something to do with that. Because it was like multiple. It was like he tore multiple some things and has a fracture. Like, yeah. it doesn't sound like you're going to be able to play next Sunday. Like, I know he has the bye week to heal up, but I feel like, I don't know, anytime you have multiple injuries in the same part of your body, that it's not great. <laughs> probably, probably might be hard to throw a football. I think he's one of those, uh, like, t- you know, he's definitely a tough guy because he gets rocked uh, when he gets sacked and he always just pops right up. But I think he's like – he's going to play through anything unless like he can't physically move. That's, yeah. that's the vibe I've always gotten, you know, overcome. Which now it makes it even harder. Cause it's the whole, like, well, was he only playing bad because of the injury? And now people like, you know, well, no, he needs more time now because of blah, blah, blah. Like I still, you know, that dude, like I, I love Minshew. I love him. But since week two, he like, I can't blame his hand injury for, you know, running into sacks and, getting happy feet way too early and, you know. Yeah. That, uh, if that's part of my theory on, on this thumb injury that's being announced today, uh, when we're going into a bye week. So if he's had it for a couple weeks, it hasn't been on the injury report because I mean, coaches are very particular about what they put on the injury report, especially with their star players. Uh, with a quarterback that completely changes the game plan if you're not going to have your quarterback. Do you think that, like, they're planning on benching him and they finally decided to announce this to justify it so they don't have, like, the backlash from the fan base that we're benching Minshew, which is, like, the only thing that Jaguars fans really have going for them right now is this cool, lovable quarterback? I mean, I'm on, you know, like, even Twitter and Reddit don't speak for – the whole of Jags fandom, but if they benched him for like Jake Luton, I I, I don't think most people would care. There now, are a lot of people, Mike Glennon, people be like, what are we doing? What the fuck? 
Basically, yeah. most most people are pretty much on the like, yeah, okay, we suck. Let's try to get you know Lawrence or you know Justin Fields as like the consolation prize. So it feels like any shakeup only helps the team. I feel you get even if it's like only a one game like energy burst. Like you know, I don't want to accidentally put Mike Glennon in and him look halfway decent for half a game and we win just for him to you know. No, yeah, we need to lose. And the bad news is the Jets, who currently have the worst record in the NFL ahead of us currently in the stands of the draft, are playing the Chiefs this Sunday. So that's just another loss for them. If there was ever a game for them to somehow win, it would be against the best team. Like we I don't think we can count on that happening. The Jets had four total yards of offense in the second half of their game last Sunday. Four total yards. Like, the Chiefs are favored so to win. Chiefs are favored to win by nineteen and a half points. Man. Jesus, nineteen and a half. I love it. I was going to. I uh, last week during fantasy football, I have the Ravens D. They were on a bye, so I put them on my bench and I picked up the uh, the Chiefs D, and it worked out great. They scored like two touchdowns. It was amazing. Uh, but I was about to go back to my Ravens defense, but then I saw for this week that the Chiefs played the Jets. So I said, "Oh wait, hold on now." Let's you leave might as that. Well keep that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're just gonna leave the Chiefs chilling because uh... the rest of this season is. I mean, I'm glad that we we came out in the second half of the game against the Chargers and actually showed some progress. Because at this point, what I'm gonna be watching for the rest of the year is players on the team making progress. I'm not ever gonna root for us to lose, but I'm not really gonna let it affect me because it is what it is. But like. You know, these wide receivers, especially Chenault, who went fucking beast mode during that one catch against the Chargers. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Caught yeah. it, spun it, stiff-armed a dude to the ground, broke another tackle, you know, gained a good chunk of yards on that play. I'm going to be watching for our team units, defensive line, cornerbacks, wide receivers, offensive line, et cetera. I want to see those units improve. Um, is it going to reflect in the win column? Probably not, but I'm totally fine with that because what we need to do is, unfortunately, we need to stock up on these draft picks. And the teams we need to root against are the Rams, the Ravens, because we have one of their picks, the Vikings. Who else do we have picks from? The Broncos. Oh, All those wait. teams need to lose as many games as possible. We got a fourth in – we well, the Vikings for, for, for AJ Bouye. Yeah, that Vikings gotta, is looking primo. The Vikings pick yeah. is almost just a, a late first rounder, but yeah, it's going to be good. Well, the Vikings are playing one. the Packers this Sunday, what? so they sh- the Packers are going to win that game too. Yeah, talking about the Vikings that. for a minute. Uh, I think wasn't this week. Yon got traded this week. We didn't talk about it last episode, right? I think we did yeah, talk we did. about it last. Was it was it? like yes. that day. Oh, I can't even remember. It. All right. Well, but, um, one more shout out to my boy Yon and Calais. I'm rooting for uh, Patrick brought up a good point though about like who's actually a like how many people on this team are actually someone a building block to go forward with because I I I think there's maybe three on offense and I would say there's two on defense. Shimmer, I said there's a, you bring there's up a, a great good point. handful on both sides. I think uh, this sounds like a good topic we could do right now, gentlemen. Pick your five players. If you could only bring five players into next year, like what do you think are the most important players at all? Oh, that's a different yeah. discussion. 
but uh, we could do it that way. I just meant like who it, it's got to be a younger player that you would sign to their second contract, or at least you can keep around for the next four, three to four to five years, right? A building block kind of player. And who do they have on this roster? And I, I count five people. Total? Who are they? That, Let the me rest, know. Talk to uh, me. On offense? Spill the beans. Um, I mean, the offensive line is interchangeable, I think, honestly. But um, it's DJ Chark, LaVisca Chenault, and James Robinson on the offense. Anyone else can go somewhere else, okay? <laughs> and Cam the Robinson defense, doesn't factor into that for you? Fuck no. If we overpay Cam Robinson, be the ultimate Jaguar move. I just don't – I mean – He's in a contract year. He should be playing a lot better than he's playing. Like, That's this is the best he's ever played. And he'll he's going to Mercedes Lewis this thing, right? We're going to pay him a lot of money, and he's going to be meh as yeah. soon as we get – as soon as we give him any money. But um, – I wish I knew um, football good enough to know – Yeah, I mean – About offensive that. line. I, I watched him like, oh, yeah, sure. I, I know what I good. hear that they, they say the dude's improved in his play, but I also know what I see, and I feel like – once, once a game, at least he's getting a, a holding penalty. Once on a him. game, yeah, yeah, or some penalty. Um, but there's a, there's like um, some tackle. I know we're gonna go back to the draft. There's a tackle from Oregon that people are talking about. Like that's a once in a lifetime left tackle. Oh, if yeah, we can't the, uh... get Trey, Trevor Lawrence, fucking take the tackle. <laughs> Let's yeah. have another Tony Baselli for ten years rather than risking it with a lesser quarterback, and then we can suck again and there'll be someone good going first overall the following season. Wait, are you so. saying you want uh, – what's his name? Like, Sunel? P- P- yeah. Ewell, something like that. You He's want like that a, guy over uh, Justin Fields? I think I do. I just you don't think Jacksonville's good with Justin Fields. I think Trevor I Lawrence can overcome it. But if we take Justin Fields, I feel like he'll just be D- Dwayne Haskins for some reason. He'll get so, immediately ruined by us. We'll just like we'll trade That's him what I'm afraid of, years. dude. Nah. I think any of these quarterbacks we're going to take until we have a better team around them, we're going to ruin that quarterback, and we're going to be in this cycle over and we do. over again. All right, we're dragging again. We're getting depressing. Too depressing. Oh, I watched uh, a really two cool. Other building blocks. All right, who's your blocks? Who's your blocks? Uh, on defense, I only have two people that I like. These should keep these two. Uh, Miles Jack, who I just saw an article, is apparently pro uh, pro football focus's highest graded linebacker in the NFL, Miles huh? Jack, and Josh Allen. I think the reason Josh Allen isn't performing as well is because of the talent around him, honestly. Sure. Yeah, Chase on has done zero. Yeah, TJ Henderson? He's been like – did anyone else notice how small he looked next to Keenan Allen? It looked like he was Keenan Allen let his little brother come play in the game. That's what I don't it know. Like I keep my eyes on my boy, Sidney Jones. Trey Herndon, he's out. Sidney Jones, he's Sydney Jones in. is an improvement over Trey He got hurt in like the Jones first got drive. Hurt, he? Yeah, yeah, he missed like basically the entire Chargers game. I was sad because I, I, didn't, I, I didn't notice when he got injured until later. So I was just like constantly like, what are they doing? Why is, why is he on the bench? Why isn't he playing? He's like – he was our best defender for like two weeks in a row. Like, what the fuck? It turns out what he about, was injured. So, what about Lambo? Is he not one of your guys you want to carry he's over? A, he's a kicker, man. Uh, I know, but look at <laughs> what happened when he was gone. We we like we, we still lost by double digits, so it didn't really matter if we had. Sure, him or not, he wasn't. That wasn't going to keep us in the game, but like we Fine. couldn't even find a kicker. Yes, let's keep Lambo, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's going to be glad to hear that. He's a kicker. The, the team is now set. We're, as long as he's healthy. He's <laughs> if we got Lamb, in the words of Gus Bradley, it's built. I hope they go it's for two every, every time they score for the rest of, rest of the year. That's what we I threw think. a two-point conversion to a tight end that just came off our practice squad. Oh, Sean called him Baby Gronk. Like what was uh, his name? Seven weeks ago. What? Oh, Tyler, <laughs> Tyler Davis? Davis. Yeah. No, I think wasn't he a neck? I don't even know. We didn't have no. It was him. someone else. It was oh. it was some guy. I've never. I don't know if we had before, any tight ends. He just came up from the practice squad, and he caught a two point conversion. So, I mean, that's another guy we can add. Yeah. The building block. He's the, yeah. <laughs> the guy we, you can't name. Once we yeah. find out his that name, guy. all right. So he's under some, the radar. Yeah. All right. It's well. Really, yes. Yes. We'll see. We'll, we'll see if he'll be any good for us. Because there's a couple other things I want to touch on. One of them is is uh, what's his name? Is this Justin Herbert? Justin Herbert. Justin okay. Herbert. He is ugly as fuck. He's not an attractive man. He looks like he's Our, 16. He's got pimples everywhere. Which he does. <laughs> but I mean, on, imagine, but imagine he's a multi-millionaire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. a year from now he'll look beautiful. He'll get all <laughs> oh, of that yeah. taken. He, L.A. Yeah. Millionaire. Remember Joe Flacco had a unibrow his first season? I feel like I remember that. Joe Flacco looks like a potato. Yeah. Well, somebody, oh, he won a Super Bowl, he? and he, uh, he looked like a different person. So. All right, um, what do you want to talk about, Patrick? I was just going to say, Justin Herbert, I couldn't even remember his name for a second. We, we, we've been calling him Blaine Gabbard 2.0 this whole time. That's why mm. I can't remember it. He deserves better than that. He's looking amazing. That's what fits. I was going to say. You know, it, like I mean, the second version's a little bit – he's twice as good. I mean, Blaine Gabbard was a pretty boy from the get-go. Justin Herbert's kind of goofy looking right now, but I agree. I think he will grow into that. I, I'm just going to give credit where credit is due. Uh did not have high hopes for the guy. He's having a much better season than we all expected. I expected him to have a good game against the Jaguars. But, I mean, dude got his first win, the highest yards of the season so far. Uh, he was the Chargers' fucking leading rusher, which is terrible. But I'm going to give credit where credit's due. The man is a good quarterback. He's already giving positivity to a franchise that didn't have it, which uh, is it seems nice. It seems nice. To be part of that, but they had seventeen seasons of Philip Rivers. I mean, they were at least making the playoffs. But they had the long. last three seasons of Philip Rivers, you know, falling apart. There I was think a... seventeen seasons of Philip Rivers. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I saw a stat. So Herbert rushed for sixty six yards against us. That's the most in Chargers history for a quarterback. <laughs> wow, because wow. you know Rivers isn't known for his his galloping strides, so. Yeah, you got That's crazy that Philip Rivers and and the beard. What's his name? Dan Fouts. Dan Fouts. That guy's not running anywhere. He was a chubby quarterback, Dan Fats. But <laughs> I could take a Dan Fats. I take a chubby quarterback. <laughs> I'm down had, for that. We had Byron. Oh man. Byron was, was pudgy. Yeah. Byron was pudgy. I like um, a good pudgy quarterback. Oh, they continued the streak, although we're improving. They, uh, the Chargers only kicked a field goal on their opening drive, but uh, every team has still scored against 30 us on points their, uh, on, on their opening drive. So yeah, and Let's the see. thirty point streak we kept alive. That every team has scored thirty points. The defense is pretty consistent. We also yeah, kept the streak alive of us not scoring on our opening possession. It's so, not a recipe for success. It's not great. Like watching the game, even like the commenters and you know people on Twitter and stuff, like everyone the general consensus was like Herbert wasn't even playing all that great to begin the game. 
like I hate when they talk about a quarterback not playing that great and then we still like lose and they score like over 30 points on us that just seems like even worse like if they're playing just amazing from the get-go it's like yeah we're gonna lose but if a team isn't playing all that great and they still kick our ass I'm like geez like I mean, we lost to a rookie quarterback. I, I mean, it's halfway into the season. Always... He should be coming into his own. But, but that's a, we lost that's to a rookie a quarterback. Defense. They have a good defense. Though. Sure, yeah, they yeah, do. And Gus I mean, we, Bradley you know, defense. We had that one good quarter. Uh, Gus Bradley revenge game, man. He, he came out swinging against us. And, you know, when we give up a 70-yard touchdown and, you know, you know, D.D. got hurt, but – he also fumbled before that and gave the ball away. I mean, you know, those things are going to – and they got the ball inside the red zone against us. That'll There's no way his, we're going to uh, come back from that. That'll be Didi's last play as a Jaguar. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He, Maybe even I mean, as an NFL I hope, receiver. I hope the guy gets better, but, you know, it is yeah. what it is. I, I heard it was gross. I didn't see Oh, yeah, got, it, it wasn't great. I, I would have loved to have him active the whole time over Chris Conley. We know my – Chris Conley scored a touchdown in the game, and I just sat there on my couch – and my wife was like, get excited. And I was like, eh. Yeah. Like, what different catch? One, I just hated it. I, I've hated him since the Dolphins game. But also, yeah, just the apathy of, you know, the season. I was like, D.D. deserves his playing time over him. D.D., I saw a stat. Uh, the past two years in a row, he had exactly 66 receptions for us. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, love, I love any kind of weird consistency stats like that. Like, what, what are the odds? That's not happening this year. Yeah. How many <laughs> catches did he have this year? Six? <laughs> yeah, I think he had one in the <laughs> Dolphins game. And I did he have six, any six, Sunday? Six. He might not. Oh. Six, six, six on. Uh, he might have had on Halloween pod. Yards. Uh, Herbert rushed for sixty-six yards on six K. I don't know. I'm making up the six. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> I made that part up. I don't know. But uh, look, listen I'll to look these. These these guys are all. They were all major contributors for the Chargers during this game. And if you told me that these were all Madden generated names, I would have totally believed you. Jalen Guyton, Troy Main Pope, Trayvon Campbell, Virgil Green, and Donald Parham. All <laughs> made Virgil Green. That sounds delicious. Parham. Significant plays for the Chargers. Parham tore his ACL and caught the touchdown, right? Isn't he the one? Oh, yeah. Wait, did he tear I mean, his ACL? He did catch a touchdown. I don't know. Yeah. He like, got carted off the field, but he held yeah. on and caught it. That was kind of sad. I was like, it was sad, like, but he caught it, man. Yeah. That was <laughs> he got his. Good for him. I mean, I, I hope think... he gets better. Obviously, I don't want him to get hurt. But he's going to live he in it. He held on. Yeah. My uh, favorite part of the game was uh, earlier, I said, like, during the second quarter, I took my dog for a walk. The last play before we went outside was uh, what's his name? Easton Stick which is a weird yeah. that's yes. a weird human name. But uh, Easton Stick, I guess the Chargers backup, they put him in for a play, and I guess they were just kind of like doing a Taysom Hill thing. But like I was taking my cat or my dog out, uh, so like, I wasn't really paying attention. I just saw like another – I thought like Herbert got injured or something, and I was like, oh, fuck, that sucks for him, but we might win this game now. And then I came back in from the dog walk, and then it turns out like, no, they were just kind of doing some Taysom Hill thing. I was like, they already have a rookie quarterback – and then they're putting, like, another backup in just to do, like, you know, run trick plays on us. It just felt like a giant slap in the face to our team yeah. that, that they were just like, yeah, let's run some, like, oh, you know, practice squad plays on these guys. With yeah, these like, put them in there. Stick. It doesn't matter. I was <laughs> so mad. We Did we? I don't know. I, yeah. I was outside taking my dog for a nice walk. I don't know what There's happened. Easton, Easton Stick sounds like a deodorant. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm looking up this guy, Easton. Ooh, college. Uh, Easter. Uh, Where's he from? Easton Stick from Eastern Washington. Easton from Stick. Montana State. <laughs> he went to North Dakota State University. I was close. Wow. With a 49-3 and record as a starter at North Dakota State, Stick holds the record for most wins by a starting quarterback in NCAA Division I history. He probably wow. started over Trey Lance, Easton Stick. Yeah, I guess. Oh, he was a... Uh, he was a Carson Wentz also pick. went to North Dakota State, did he not? They're like the best Division Two school. They're the Alabama right. of Division Two. Yeah, this right. is Division yeah. One on Wikipedia. Is that? Right? I don't know if that's right or not. That but, can't uh, be right. Yeah, he was a well, uh, fifth round pick last year. Well, props to him, I guess. Higher than Luton. He he got some <laughs> NFL Gardner. playing time. Yeah, dude. He yeah. completed one pass on us for four yards. Mm. It was probably on Trey Herndon. I will say, if there's anything that indicates to me that Doug Marone is kind of just going through the motions right now, and he's still doing his job, but he probably expects to be fired. Did you guys notice he was growing a beard on the sidelines? Well, he wasn't growing it on the sideline. He was growing it beforehand. He was growing it. Yeah, technically, growing it everywhere. We're all growing beards right now. Growing it every day. They shot to him, and he had a beard longer than I've ever seen him since he's been our Jaguars coach and that just indicated to me like he's just kind of like you know what like it is what it is man well I'm just gonna grow this beard out I'm gonna be sitting on my couch in a couple weeks it doesn't even matter yeah one on a side note he's just begging to be fired at this point but uh B or two I don't remember what I said uh did you (laughs) (laughs) did you see his statement uh like two days ago I'm very excited now Yes. I, I mean, I'm down for, you know, winning or losing. I, 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 I'm cool with whatever. Because better, he but knew he was going to get he, fired after that Chargers game, and I, he didn't. I, I don't know. I don't have the quote with me, but he basically was like, you know, I'm a crazy motherfucker. Like, I'll do some crazy <laughs> shit. Like, you dare me? You double dog dare me? I'll it's do not, some shit. So I like I'm, that version of it. <laughs> it's kind of what he said. He's like, you guys – you're not going to fire me? All right. He said, we're going to do some out-of-the-box things. Yeah. He, if said. He, he said, like, shit three times. I was listening on, you know, like, 10, 10. And he definitely said, I don't him. give a shit. Yeah. If he comes out and it just looks like a normal football game, I'm going to be so pissed. I'm expecting, yes. like, some crazy wildcat stuff. I'm expecting, like, Chenault getting the snap, handing it off to Robinson, passing it to, like, Mike Glennon, streaking down the field. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see – laterals i want to see like no punting no kicking i want like fake everything like i mean we got a bye week to to do all these crazy yeah maroon players, i want them so. to do like a triple option with uh visca at quarterback yes i want for that of puerto rico georgia tech offense yeah i want trick plays like he i'm gonna be pissed if he got me gets me all excited for you know, we're going to lose either way. Might as well make it exciting kind of stuff. So, I don't understand I why there fun. aren't more trick plays in the NFL. They seem to work at least 50% of the time. I feel like if you tried one once a game, you would score half the time. <laughs> yeah, I would I would Analytics, almost never kick. I don't know. I don't know. Or, who cares? I mean, what's his name? Tony Khan's big into analytics. That's clearly, analytics, that's clearly built a winner. They're for know, nerds. So. <laughs> like... It's all about gut feeling, you know? Just, you're like, this seems cool. Let's fucking try this out, guys. Speaking of nerds, 
during the beginning of the second quarter when I think we were all watching the game and pretty much checked out, we started talking about young Sheldon and how we'd rather watch young Sheldon than the Jaguars game. And that's when we started doing good. So I don't know if that has like some, some sort of butterfly effect on the team, but once we started mentioning young Sheldon, LaVisca's Chenault went off. We scored like 17 points. So that's the trick young Sheldon. Yeah. Yeah, And our like, so don't talk about. I don't understand. Sheldon. You were just talking about Young Sheldon, or it was on the TV. How did no? You... no it our... was in a group text. I don't know. If uh, yeah, know. some group text. Yeah, Y'all have a like... separate group text. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Wow. I got a lot. I'm a very poor man. I got. Fuck we were doing Sheldon. really, really bad. <laughs> no, yeah, that's about, that, that was everyone's basically opinion. Yeah. And we were but, just uh, like, you know what? Young huh. Sheldon sounds more interesting than this shit right now. Though yeah. I think we came to the conclusion that we would take him as our offensive coordinator. Because sure. he would be Analytics. like the li- yeah he would be like the little kid from Little Giants. Analytics are for nerds. There you he go. Would, uh, the annexation of Puerto Rico. No, good playing calling. That's an- analytics, right? The annex Sheldon of analytics Puerto Rico. is uh, it's just statistics. Yeah, that's just like you know one to go on four of down. Like I want he would be drawing up like crazy. No, it applies to lots of different areas. I would math. Say, but I, Math's important. I don't know if it's as important in football as it is in other sports like baseball or basketball because like you can't i just don't think math goes into like physical violence you know as much as say like shooting a basketball or hitting there's a a lot more variables i mean they show statistics all the time of games like they say like right now you know team x has a 88 percent chance of winning against team y but then like six minutes later they're like oh well now yeah you know, seventy thirty or whatever. I don't You're know. basically describing the uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I think three right, of their exactly. yeah, like three games this year with like the final minute they had a ninety eight percent chance of winning and they lost all three. Right. Which I'm mad because right now though, and you know what they fired yeah. their coach after that. They did. It's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. So they at least but, had the uh, the balls to do that. I was still happy when Todd Gurley accidentally scored a touchdown because I got him in a bunch of leagues and fantasy. Did you? So, that yeah. was hilarious to watch. Because, you know, like Jones Drew back in like 2011-ish, we did it against the Jets successfully, and he did not. Everyone was saying like, oh, it looked like he was, you know, that dude was not trying to stop. At the last second, no. he tried to fall down. He had a guy wrapped around him, and he was still running forward. He was not trying yeah, to there was score. No one near him. Which is sad for me because I want the Falcons because there's like right now we're tied with a bunch of one in you know one in six teams and I need those one in six teams to win some games so like get some pressure off of us you know for the draft and uh, as we are recording this pod the uh, the Falcons and the Panthers are playing and the Panthers are up fourteen to six of course so they're Sweet. not helping they're not helping my case of getting the Falcons another win or two but it'll all shake out in the end perhaps. Also on Sunday, <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if uh, what, what's up. Hey, uh, not interesting for anybody listening because there's no visuals attached, but I'm watching the, the game right now, Thursday Night Football, and there was just a slow-mo of a ref slipping and busting his ass on the sidelines. Awesome. Thursday night, I, man. You got to love it. It's the best. It's always that means eight. everybody's watching. Yeah. Every ref is like 60, so this guy was old and busted his butt. That was great. <laughs> but anyway, it's not really Jaguar related. Uh, I was going to say, somewhat Jaguar-related, but another fun fact around the league on Sunday, uh, former Jaguars quarterback Chad Henney 
came into the game, who is currently the backup for Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, yeah. He he came into the game because the Chiefs were just blowing out the Broncos, I think they were playing. Mm-hmm. Um, he had his first rushing touchdown since 2012 nice. with the Jaguars. So, <laughs> it definitely, imagine that. Henny, like, I just forget about Henny. It doesn't feel right, like – exactly. He, didn't he start, like, a season and a half for us or so? He started six games in 2012 when he scored that rushing touchdown. I will say that. So, how many games did we well, win in this? Any as a starter? Bortles didn't come in until 2014. Fucking. So was he our starter the entire of 2013? I don't remember 2013. What happened? What did we do? Uh, we didn't do. We have a Carson Palmer's started, brother, I think, for a game or two. Uh, Jordan Palmer. Yeah, I'm looking at what about. Is Chad that when Henney. Todd Bowman had to come in? Chad Henney's stats, guys. I'm pulling up I my think boy here. Chad Henney was on our team. We got Blaine Gabbard. He was Blaine Gabbard's backup. He started the season that we drafted Blaine Gabbard, and then we put Blaine Gabbard in, and then Blaine Gabbard was terrible. And then we drafted Blake Bortles, and Chad Henney started that season, and then we replaced Chad Henney with Blake Bortles again. Yeah, Chad wow. Henney – 2012. History was depressing. So Chad Henney was the Jaguars quarterback, got replaced by two first round draft picks who are no longer in the league. Chad Henney just scored a rushing touchdown on Sunday. Blaine Gabbard is in the league. Correct. Blaine Gabbard is Tom Brady's back. And he's going to get a fucking super. By former quarterback Byron Lynch. Chad Henney replaced Blaine Gabbard. Wow. Okay. Just some stats. <laughs> Either way, he's, he was with so us until uh, 2017. Franchise quarterbacks, he just listed. I'm pretty sure well, Jordan Palmer trained Blake Bortles. For, why for is Jordan Palmer – like, if you're not a good quarterback, don't train me. What are your he's qualifications? Like a coach. He's the quarterback coach. But if you couldn't hack it in the NFL, why Just because you, wanna... you don't have, like, the necessarily talent doesn't mean you don't understand what's required of the position. You know, like right. Nick Saban probably wasn't a great football player, but he's a hell of a coach. Right. Yeah, okay, I'll allow it. I'll accept yeah, it. Yeah, you think Bill Belichick is a, a, a great football player? Yeah. Actually, most great football players aren't great coaches. You know? Right. And so, um, I don't know. I do yeah. have a game. Y'all want to play a game? <laughs> yeah, I want to give a quick shout-out to my boy, I heard he. I, I hear he listens to the pod sometimes. Uh, DJ Chark got married yesterday. That's cool. That's happy. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. But DJ Chark listens to the pod sometimes. Oh yeah, definitely all the time. I don't think that that's true. <laughs> but congratulations. The whole team does. Um, all right. So last week, if you guys remember, uh, there was a discussion. I don't. Um, you were texting us about this. I didn't know what y'all were talking about offhand. There was a discussion about uh, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Philip Rivers and their nine children. Uh, oh. Okay. Uh, and we decided that uh, a new fun game would be fine athletes and other famous people. And guess who has more kids? Okay. <laughs> so the game, the rules to the game are simple. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, two names and you're going to tell me uh, who has more kids? And if you want, you can uh, guess how many for an extra point. Okay. So Love. we're going to start off. Uh, 
start off pretty easy because you already know Philip Rivers has nine kids. Um, but Sean, uh, do you have a question? <laughs> no, there's a there's a light glare on the. No, the yeah, he's raising his hand to block out. Uh, Sean's got like the Sean, sun. You're raising your somehow. hand, man. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to. That's how you're being polite. Uh, you know, I got really – I laid down while recording the pod to get really comfortable in my bed. Get comfy, man. Get and then, but, when I, but when I moved the uh, the laptop, my my little lamp on my uh, nightstand got really bright. Ooh, that, ooh, that looks do nice. You need, do you need a lampshade? <laughs> no, I like it. It's cool how it is. You just have an exposed light bulb in yeah. your bedroom. That's like what people have in prison. No, oh, I like it. Yes. It looks cool. Like, you have a giant, like, you can't even see it because of the glare. What are we talking about? Let's go play the game. Leave my lights alone. You need They're a nice. lampshade. My, my wife likes them. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, we'll do a, a quick uh, practice round, okay? Um, so Philip Rivers obviously has nine children. Uh, but who has more kids, Philip Rivers or Antonio Cromartie? Oh, God. That's like the other big name. Those are the two. I'm pretty sure Cromartie has more kids, yes? Doesn't he have like well, 14 kids? I got to guess, kids? too. Uh, one, I always like that our games have like a do one thing, and if you want, you can do another thing, but it's not like really enforced. <laughs> it's not required. <laughs> yeah. yeah I we think don't have a commissioner for these games. <laughs> I think uh, Cromartie, I think he has 13 is my guess. Um. You both guessed over, and that is correct. Antonio Comardi has six children with his wife and eight more <laughs> children <laughs> with other women, bringing his Holy total shit. to 14. Wow. I, I did read. Patrick, nice. Um, uh, I did read that at one point the Jets had to uh, basically pay him $500,000 earlier than expected to pay off child support during Good the season. God. Um, Wait, so the eight other kids, like, was he cheating with, on his wife the whole time? Or was it like they were separated? Do you know? Uh, I didn't get that deep into his um, into his, uh, relationship history, but that is just what the article that I found said. Okay? I feel like oh. if you just do a little math with their ages, you can figure that out for yourself. So. <laughs> True. Were, if you couple, watch that clip of him on Hard Knocks, he has at least, at the time, he had like four or five three-year-olds. So I don't know what that tells you. Okay? That's true. Um, How many tickets does he ask for from the team for every game to bring all his kids? He doesn't play anymore. Well, yeah, you're right. Uh, probably 20 or so. He's like, I'm going to need 28 tickets. Spread out. So uh, each one of my kids can come <laughs> with a guardian. I want one singular child, and I'm happy. Like... 13 or 14? I think it's better to have a backup, you know, two. <laughs> a backup? Yeah, that's why you have two. All right, so you guys understand the rules? Are we giving Patrick a point on that one? We're going to start 0-0 zero, zero fresh. No, I get it. Yeah, yeah. We, we, can, we can start fresh. All right. All right. Who has more kids, Ray Lewis or Dan Marino? Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to say Dan Marino has more kids. And uh, I don't know. 
I'm not comfortable giving a number right now. So <laughs> you don't have to. It's okay, well, I'm not. Yeah. I'm gonna I mean, if you wanted to try and score an extra point, you would. So, but <laughs> you don't have to, Sean. Are there any repercussions to a wrong guess? Uh, no. There's literally okay. there's no wrong answer except for the wrong answer. So. Oh, I was gonna say Dan Marino. <laughs> Dan Marino, Sean. It, I it definitely. I don't know who. I'm not making a guess quite yet on who has the most. But it definitely feels like Ray Lewis would have, like, four sons all named Ray Lewis. He gives me those kind of George Foreman vibes. That'd be Uh, awesome. Just a whole bunch of Rays. Uh, uh, I don't know any – I feel like I don't know too much about either of them, their personal lives. Dan Marino – I'll say Dan Marino. I'm going to say Dan Marino has six and Ray Lewis has four. Well, Ray Lewis has six kids, and Sean, you were Holy on the shit. right track. He has four boys. Oh, I called that. Ray, Ray Shad, Ray Lynn, and Ray Sean. I knew it! <laughs> I called it! <laughs> and two girls named Caitlin and Diamon. Dan Marino also has six children with his wife. Oh. However, in 2005, it was revealed Dan had fathered a seventh child outside their marriage. Dan yeah. Marino Dan. has more kids. Sean has one point. Oh, Patrick, zero. Dirty Dan? <laughs> Dan. I bet you it was on the set of uh, Ace Ventura. It wasn't uh, Finkel, I know that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Finkel I heard Finkel. Okay. All right. I don't get an extra point for the uh, the Ray Lewis race. No, but it was just that, impressive. Yeah, it was come impressive. on. Yeah, I don't have was... names and info for all of them, but a couple of them I got some interesting statistics nice. for you. Um, this hilarious. one I don't have any interesting stats, but uh, uh, I think it's an appropriate one. We're going to switch sports real quick, okay? Who oh. has more kids, Michael Jordan or Scottie Pippen? Hmm. Ooh. I watched The Last I'm... Dance. And they showed a couple of Jordan's kids. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sean, you'll go first this time. Patrick, you'll go after Sean. All right. Uh, I'm going to say I think Jordan has three. Isn't Scotty Pippen? So Jordan's from North Carolina. Pretty much whoever seems like the most Southern is, I'm going to guess, because Southern people well, just have all kinds. Jordan's from North Carolina, and Pippen is from Arkansas. So what does that tell you? Mm, I'm going to say <laughs> Arkansas. Pippen, Pippen's got like – Pippen has seven kids to Michael's three. Ooh. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say Scotty Pippen because I think Scotty Pippen wanted to be better at Michael Jordan in something. <laughs> Look at my guess, family. Can I guess the number, Patrick? Uh, well, Sean, what did you say? Seven? Yeah, seven to three. I'm going to say... seven to three. You got to say a number. <laughs> well, yeah. No, oh, Scotty saying... Pippen seven, Jordan three. Oh, I got you. I got you. I'm, I'm just say... phrasing it like a score, basically. I'm going to uh, say Scotty Pippen has five kids. Michael Jordan has five kids. Shit. Huh. And Scotty Pippen... Has seven children. Shot two points. Damn, three to nothing. Well, three to one. Three to one lead. Uh, it's still very much anyone's game. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. You know what? We're gonna do a quick one. Another quick one. Go back to football. Who's got more kids, Tom Brady or Drew Brees? Ooh, I know this one. 
for sure, I think. I'm going to say Drew Brees has four kids. Sean. Yeah, Drew Brees, four, Brady, three. All right, this one was too easy because that is completely correct for both <laughs> of you. We're going to strike zero points because what's the point? Why do we know this? <laughs> because I think they you just knew that one. Well, yeah, uh, both teams play a million primetime games a year, and they always show their kids. Yeah, they're always time. like, Drew Brees is his son's <laughs> yeah. football coach and pop Warner. Okay. They got the whole family in town this week for the game. They're up in the suite. There's little Susie. You're a uh, family man. <laughs> he does. He has four boys. Like, also, because hey, I know he, there's that picture. Like Brady posted some, like, Instagram picture of his kids, like, naked, basically, with, like, a towel over them. And I was kind of yeah, like – Yeah, some weird Yeah, I was shit. like, this, like, I don't know. This doesn't seem – don't post this. Um, all right. We're going we're gonna to move into actors. Who's got oh. more kids? Eddie Murphy. <laughs> or Mel Gibson. <laughs> Both have had their uh, uh, troubles over the years. And Mel admittedly had quite a bit more. He, uh, hates Jewish people. And I don't like Mel Gibson. So who has more kids? Eddie Murphy or the hateful Mel Gibson? Was Mel Gibson the uh, the drunk burger? That was Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff. That was Hasselhoff, yeah. Was Mel Gibson just, what did he, how did he, why does he hate Jews? I don't know. Like a drunken DUI anti-Semitic rant. I knew why does it refer to the female officers like Tits (laughs) McGee or something? I love Jewish people. My wife's Jewish. (laughs) Is Tits McGee anti-Semitic? No, that was that was after I think Uh, after the rant. Um, He's also a bit sexist. Either way, he's a scumbag. Yeah, Uh, but Braveheart was still a good movie. Uh, So, who has more kids? Mel and the Patriot. Patriot. I like the Patriot. (laughs) Mel Gibson. Or Eddie Murphy. Uh, uh, turn? Sean, I think you're up first. I think I'm pretty sure Eddie Murphy, like, you know, that man plays like 20 versions of himself in the clumps and stuff. It could just all be his family members. I think Eddie Murphy has like nine kids. He's got a lot of clumps. I think He's there's nine, clumps. <laughs> nine clumps to Mel Gibson's uh, five. I mean, I wanted to say Eddie Murphy too, but for the sake of the game, I feel like we've been picking the same answer every time. So I want to say, I guess Mel Gibson. Uh, Mel Gibson has uh, uh, he has six kids. Mel Gibson has nine kids. Holy shit! And Eddie Murphy has ten. Ah, oh, I was so close. <laughs> He's Eddie got Murphy 10 kids? has more kids than Mel I Gibson. told you there was a lot of clumps. Uh, Jesus. Ten children. Um, okay. Talk about daddy daycare. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to move yeah. to music this time. Sean has a four to one lead. Hopefully Patrick can uh, pick it up a little bit. All right. Can I... Who has more kids? The Rolling Stones' Keith Richards or... The Rolling Stones, Mick Jagger. <laughs> I like how you have to uh, specify, like, Mick well, Jagger. I did it for Keith. From the Rolling Stones. <laughs> I, I would like to point out, in a recent text message, Patrick told me that he is a, a Stones fan over a Beatles fan. So I'm going to let this, I'm going to let him take it. 
I'm not a Stones children fan, but I'm going to say, I'm going to say Mick Jagger has more kids because he's been married a couple times and Keith Richards seems like he's done too many drugs that his sperm probably is sterile. Or his children are radioactive. Yeah, yeah. Mick Jagger (laughs) has, I'm going to say Mick Jagger has six kids. Sean, your guess. Um, yeah, I feel like not knowing them personally, I get the vibe <laughs> that Keith Richards is that like, you know, like uh, to make a football analogy that uh, like bucket and pail, you know, Edelman kind of a guy who just goes home every day after a show. So Keith he Richards? Was, yeah. He's like a notorious drug addict. <laughs> well, yeah, but he does his drugs at home with his family. I don't know. Like it just, hard rock party it seems like Mick, Mick Jagger was sleeping around more. Is all I'm he trying to say. He put a Mars bar in. Never mind. I would <laughs> also like to say with the rock stars, I feel like these numbers are definitely a little up in the air because there's probably some kids I don't even know they have. That's but true. These facts and figures yeah, are what I found true. on the internet. So there's some all be kids wrong. with big uh, lips out. There. I'm going Mick Jagger, twelve kids, wow. and Keith Richards, wow. six kids. Keith Richards has five children. That's close. Mick Jagger has eight kids. Ah, dang. <laughs> That's uh, one more point for Sean, one more point for Patrick, making it five to two. I've got some interesting information about Mick Jagger, though. So in 2016, then 73-year-old Mick Jagger welcomed his eighth kid with his then 29-year-old girlfriend. Jagger's children, ages range from four to 50. (laughs) Jagger also has five grandchildren and one great-grandchild. And get this, Jagger's youngest child, actually two years younger than his great-great-granddaughter, or his (laughs) great-granddaughter. That... What? Yeah. <laughs> He's got a <laughs> legacy. All right. Um, I've got one more. I don't think it's uh, um, in Patrick's capable. Um, well, maybe. Uh, of catching How up. How did Sean get a point for the last round? If he said, Keith, oh no, you said he Keith said Richards. Yeah. He's, if he's smart, he would just pick the same one as you every time. You said Keith lose. Richards is a lunch pail, do his job and go home kind of guy. <laughs> well, how many times have Mick Jagger been married versus Keith Richards? I'm going to, let's see. I don't think Keith Richards has ever been married. Exactly. He's, he goes home after work and just, you know. No, he goes out and picks up any random chick he possibly can. And doesn't remember because he's fucking hammered. I tried to Google Keith Richards and I fucked up the spelling so badly. It wanted me to go and click on... very... I mean, how else... How did you spell I just... It's literally spelled like it should be. It wants me to look up somebody named Richard Abios on Facebook. Or it wants me to look up women in African arts. Do you want to do another round or just call it? I don't think Patrick's got... Well, let's see if I can end this on a high yeah. note. This one's worth right. five points. Every last question is worth five points. Sure. All right. Basically, our games are like Quidditch, where like the All rest right. of the stuff doesn't matter. I got an interesting one for you then. Okay, we're gonna do it a little different. We're gonna move to boxing. All right. Oh, and I'm gonna give you three names, and I want you to put them in order 
and tell me how many each have oh, for the man. final round. All right. Who has the most kids? Uh, Evander Holyfield, Mike Tyson, and George Foreman. <laughs> oh, I mean, come on. Put them in order. Sean, you're in the lead. We'll have you go first from least oh. to most and guessing how many. From least to most. Least to most. Give me the names one more time. Uh, Evander Holyfield. Mike Tyson and George Foreman. Oh, we're running out of time. I want that one right there. Give me that order that you said. Okay. You said that Evander has the least, Mike has the middle, and George Foreman has the most. Wait, no. I want Tyson with the least. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I wasn't listening. Tyson with the least, Holyfield second, Foreman the most. Okay. Patrick. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Holyfield Foreman. Tyson. Tyson has the most. I, I think he has like 19 kids. And once again, Patrick is wrong because Mike Tyson has Fuck. the least amount of children with eight. I did it backwards. Holyfield has 11 children. Holy shit. And all of them starting with an E, by the way. Mm. And ah, wait, what are their Foreman names? Did you do some research 12 on 12 kids. Jesus, uh, George. Five sons, all named George Foreman and George a Georgetta. Foreman. He has a daughter named Georgetta. Georgetta. I uh, love her. As well as a, like a Courtney and Natalia and other normal names for some reason. But so <laughs> Sean, absolutely crushing Patrick and yet another game. I love children. <laughs> I feel like time. Sean foreshadowed this George Foreman bullshit because he said that in like the first <laughs> guy. Uh, I, I didn't know. I'm just saying. Well, he's like hey. notorious for having a bunch of kids. Real quick, uh, Keith Richards has only been married Apparently once. Not notorious and he's been enough. married since 1983. What did I say? Ooh. He goes home reliable every night. I believe him. Reliable Keith yeah. Richards. All that's right. No, that just means he's in an open relationship. It's true. Just like him, we are in an open relationship with the Jags. It's an abusive relationship, <laughs> but it's an wow. open relationship. It made it weird at the end. Made it weird <laughs> at the end. Uh, Damn, Zoom cut us off again. So, just Sean here, but I'm sure Patrick and uh, Shimmer would want to say goodbye to you guys, but it's just me, because I'm trying to edit the episode. So, let's just wrap it up for the day. So, you guys, have a good week. Go Jags. Bye week's over. Minshew's thumb is broken. We'll see how it goes. Go Luton. Goodbye.